What do Beyonce, Beyond Meat, and The Edge have in common for today? There are topics in things you might have heard, and we will present for them to you in just a moment. And it's going to be a full show of eight stories that will cover politics, top pop culture, current events information that have been vetted by you as conversational. We at The Conversation Project... We want to think of ourselves as your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories. So you get the good stuff, the big stuff, the stuff that everybody's talking about, and the weird stuff going on, including today, a little bit about that Montgomery boat dock sort of melee. We have that covered as well, although that story is growing. We are going to cover Beyonce and the cool things she did, really cool things she did for her concert goers the other night, and seven other stories there. Plus, the fun stuff happening after the show. So just see this as two shows, the first show and the second show. First show begins better right now on Tuesday, August 8, 2023. We're going to give you eight stories vetted by you and created by me. We'll explain that with the feed stuff in just a bit. Today is Tuesday, August the 8th, 2023. Let's get into the headlines that we are doing together because you told us they were worthy of chatting up. Headline number one for this morning reads like this. Beyonce in D.C. FedEx field issues shelter-in-place order due to severe weather. Now, the first story with this was, was Beyonce. Two nights in D.C., uh, one Saturday, one Sunday. Sunday was the beginning of some severe weather, which is still going on right now. Very serious rains, very serious storms in the FedEx field. So they're standing in the middle of a football field. They're at a Beyonce concert. There's lights, there's glitter, there's flashy things, and there's thunderstorms. People are told to shelter in place. When this happens in football games, they all go into the concourse and try to stay dry. Some stay out in the rain and dance around because hell is Beyonce. That's what happened. And what really happened was the concert, because Beyonce can't be out there dancing in the rain because she might get shocked, got delayed by about an hour, hour and a half. Extra time for a concert, extra time to hang out and party with Beyonce, right? Well, the real problem was the fact that the trains that leave FedEx Field and go on to take people out of the city shut down about an hour before the concert actually finally ended. Should have been about 30 minutes of time to get on and go, but they were still going and were should have been done about an hour ahead. Guess what? Beyonce paid to keep the trains going. Beyonce, even better than Mussolini, making sure the trains run on time, or late if this case goes, but run until they're done. Happy, happy, happy Beyonce Day, because every day, based on something like this, should be Beyonce Day. Thank you so much, Miss Knowles Carter. Second headline for this morning, judge dismisses Donald Trump's counter-defamation lawsuit against writer E.G. Carroll for statements she made on CNN. Uh, what statements? The fact that Donald Trump is kind of a creep and actually um, sexually assaulted her. Those things. So what happened is countersuiting is countersuing is what Donald Trump sort of does and suing and delaying and suing and delaying. He countersuited the the defamation that she put down with a defamation against her and a judge basically kicked it out saying... You're wrong about this because he is. We're going to see how this plays on because there's another case that's open to get with E. Jean Carroll versus Donald Trump. I get confused so many times. Uh, we have three or four, maybe five of uh, indictments that are on the big level, of course, waiting for the Georgia indictment, which may be four and maybe a four, fifth one after that. We shall see. Donald Trump, of course, the leading nominee vote getter at the moment for the Republican nomination for president. Going for his second time, trying to do. I think it was not. I think it was Cleveland that did the um, the split shift in his elections. But trying to get back to the White House might be hard to do while in jail. Maybe not so hard for Donald Trump. Apparently, he can pull it off. Several people detained after fight breaks out at Montgomery Riverfront Park in Alabama. 
As a former resident of Montgomery, I am actually um, familiar with the River Park and what goes down there. And it's a great place to be. The short version of it, which you can see in the short video clips all over the place, which Black Twitter has essentially escounded and said, it is ours, we will take what we want with it, shows a single black person who's a dock worker who is telling a white person they have to move their pontoon boat because they have to clear it for other ships. And then moments later, some other dude comes up and just clocks him. And then more people join the fight. The the workers are like, all right, we're going to do this. And it's just a melee of guys jumping the, the guy working until other folks just sort of come up. Literally, literally one comes out of the river to jump up to join the fight. Uh, there's going to be a press conference later today, about 2 o'clock, to talk about this. Many people have been arrested. Many people still have warrants going out for them. This was all sort of hilarity ensuing. And I'm not for the violence. But for the hilarity part, we're going to see what happens in the Gump as this thing plays out over days. M my boy Brian, what you guys doing since I left the Gump? I don't understand what's happening uh, with stuff like this. Members of extremist group Hatred Front, soon activists who infiltrated them and identified them as well. Members of this group, the white supremacist organization called Patriot Front, have filed federal lawsuit against a leftist activist claiming that he was doxing them as a member of the group cost them their jobs, incomes, and relationships with family members. This person joined the group as an infiltrator and then put their information out for the world to see, showing that these generally good old boy type folks were not just so much good old boys, but really racist kind of trash. And from that, they lost their jobs. They People found out about them and they lost sort of their, their standings in the public. It's what's happened when people find out about the real you. And because of that, they're suing the guy. Because they're saying it's doxing. Although doxing, in most cases, you think of someone just puts your, your information on the internet and they come and actually attack you. In this, case is, in this case, it's like people who are really doing bad things or planning bad things or being bad people and being caught before they can do stuff. Now, you can't really charge people for things for they thinking about stuff. But when you're in this case, I'm kind of for it. The writers and the actors are striking because of AI stuff. The actors are, part of their strike is dealing with, you know, AIs and body scans and using doppelganger type characters of their likeness in future things. Marvel background actor says she felt pushed into a body scan after she was a background actor, just somebody working in WandaVision that was sort of say, hey, go stand in this pod for a minute and had her body scan. Wasn't really told what it was going to be used for, what her likeness would be used for in this case, or if it was going to be saved and used for other things like, you know, if you need a crowd scene sometimes, so you pull random people that you have in stock someplace. Not really told what was going on and it was something that made her feel a little weird about it. This is why the writers and the actors are on strike because of the AI intervention in technology and what it may actually do and mean. At some point in time, once they fix Uncanny Valley, maybe they don't need so many actual actors to do things. Maybe they can program a computer, make it like animation and not have to have animators who draw the things going forward because computers can model them on their own to a fairly good degree. We shall see as this plays out because we will get there some point, some point, but we also shall see as this plays out for the standing of the people who are right now the humans behind the scenes or in front of the scenes, soon to be behind the scenes. Beyond Meat cuts annual revenue forecast as faux meat demand dips. Beyond Meat cut its annual revenue forecast and missed second quarter net sales estimates as slowing demand for its pricier plant-based meat products shows no signs of recovery. Customers are opting for lower price animal protein over alternatives such as plant-based based pro products, says the CEO Ethan Brown. Forecast for 2023 uh, was between 
360 million and 380 millions, but unlikely to achieve the cash flow positives that it had in the second half of the, in the second half to go forward. Owned by General Mills, uh, he said in October it's going to cut some jobs and ease some some tension on supply chains because people aren't buying Beyond Meat. Not that it's not a great thing, but the fact that actual meat prices are all, always lower uh, because the cost of production in plant based is there and the market not quite there yet. Beyond Meat, more of a fad for people to kind of try, not so much an adoption for people who really want to have any experience with meat type stuff but don't eat meat. That's sort of the thing. People who are vegetarians and don't really do meat aren't looking for fake meat. So it's not really a big market for them on that case. And people looking for replacements, it's not a big enough replacement for either a leaner cut or just reducing your actual meat intake to take the fake meat plant. I've used it for various things and it's some, somewhat convenient, but also, like I said, or like they said in the article, a bit pricey for what you're getting for it. More business news. Tesla CFO Zach Kil Kirkhorn stepping down after 13 years with Elon Musk's company. Uh, Kilkorn was the chief financial officer of Tesla, stepping down in 13 years. Um, Vahemba Tanya has been named CFO. Sorry for butchering that name. Joining Tesla in 2010, Kirk Hoyne led cost reduction and manufacturing efficiency efforts for the Tesla Roadster and was later named CFO and quote unquote the master of coin. Not sure what exactly that means, but he's a master of it and we're going to give him those props. The new CFO previously served as a chief accounting officer and assistant corporate controller at Solar City company founded by two of Musk's cousins. So as we see in this thing about people, you know, making billions and becoming uh, popular and coming um, successful, it sort of is nepotism. Rimshot goes there. Niger coup. Junta shuts airspace sightings military intervention threat. Uh, the coup in Niger, sorry about that, is uh, still going on because the people that took over have not given anything back. And so the junta that's now running the nation has done some military intervention by shutting down much of the airspace for the nation. Now, there are some charters and some special things coming out from some other nations who are paying big money, so you get that, to still charter people out of the nation. And, and some of those evacuations are probably wrapping up pretty quickly. At this point, it's looking like it's really, really close to some sort of military intervention like the uh, African nations around there are going to go get their guy out of, out of his house and put them back in, in power to make this thing happen. A couple things to worry about with this. It's a vast country. It's a pretty good-sized country. It's not it's too super tiny, but it's a good-sized country, so it's not like it's, it's small land. And the big get from Niger is they're rich in minerals. But they're poor as people because of bad management. You can call it all you want to. You can say you can blame the French because it's a French colony in a sense. You can blame us because we you know, take stuff from people and then don't pay them right, don't treat them right as well. That happens. It's the truth. We shall see how this plays out going forward because this one is not going away. And when it blows up, it's going to blow up pretty big in our faces. Apologies, errors, and omissions. This is the spot where we've added to go into some stories we didn't have time to get into because we don't have time. And we don't have a lot of time, so we're not going to get deep into them. But three stories dealing with relationships that just sort of worked out. Instead of taking those stories in the mix for the eight stories, we're putting them real quickly in the headlines, and you can read deeper into them by looking at them online. Story number one is Natalie Portman and her husband, Benjamin Millipede, or Millipide. I always butcher his name because I don't know who he is. They are hit by claims of a separation. 
after 11 years of being married, the biggest claims being that there's been some infidelity with Mr. Benjamin uh, stepping out on Miss Natalie. I'm not sure why that would happen, but check out Us Magazine as they have full details on the separation of those two. We also have the non-separation. People were worried about Megan or uh, Megan Kelly. Nobody cares about Megan Kelly, but hmm, Megan Kelly didn't think about that. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly shipped them as Megan Kelly. They are apparently really in a good place. They're doing well after speculation that they were on the outs. Apparently, they are very much on the ins. That couple just can't break up. And very sad news for Sandra Bullock and her fans and their family as her longtime partner, Brian Randall, uh, passed away at the age of 57 of ALS, a disease he contracted about three years ago, and it progressed fairly quickly. The two have been together for about a decade, so this is not a new sort of thing. And the uh, battle for against LAS, LAL, ALS, the battle against the disease, of course, a very, very... Um, nasty thing to uh, to go from uh it's it you lose essentially all sense of self pretty quickly and it's painful and it's slow and people having to watch you go through it is also something that's very 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 painful so we're sending out lots of positive thoughts prayers past energy to sandra bullock and the family as she and they're dealing with that one okay so we talked about these stories and how we got there how did all these stories are talked about matter to talk about here that's where we get into the whole feeds thing. The feeds are our Facebook and Twitter slash X sites that we post news stories to every 50 minutes for you to engage in. You to tell us what stories are interesting or not interesting or funny or angry or not funny or angry by your full engagement. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com and you can find more details on the feed. So directly go to facebook.com slash thisisconversationproject and twitter.com or x.com slash th underscore conversation and you will see our feeds on Facebook and Twitter slash x. Every 50 minutes, as I say, we'll give you a headline to interact with. Interact with it as you're checking your other stuff and the higher the score, the better we can to talk about it. Today and the rest of the week, we will give you eight stories every single day to talk about. On Monday, 10 stories out of 30. Uh, we, uh, we picked the top 15 stories for the, the rest of the week. For Monday, top 30 stories. We could talk about Mike Pence qualifying for the first GOP debate as of yesterday. He hit all the thresholds. He hit the donors. He hit the polls. He hit all that he needed to do to make it happen. So he makes the stage, or can be invited for the stage for the next very first, I should say, debate. Now, he has to make that pledge because it's pledges. I will support whoever gets to win, which most people aren't doing. And we have to see if Donald Trump's actually showing up because the whole point is, if Trump's not there, does it matter? If Treed falls in the woods and no one's there to, to, to hear it, does it make a sound? The answer is sound waves are created, but no one picks them up, or except for satellites. If Mike Pence shows up and nobody else is there, but, you know, Christie, is it a, is it a party? Probably not unless Donald Trump shows up. So we can talk about that tomorrow if you deem this worthy of the conversation by voting it up in the engagement. Let's talk about our sponsor or spotlighting for today, and that is The Chess Door. Go to this. It's a conversationproject.com slash The Chess Door. People ask, like, seriously, why do we have some of the sponsors here? The sponsors that we pull come from things that are relevant to me, to be honest, and relevant to life, and things that are interesting and can in enrich your life. When my daughter got into chess uh, years back at about four, um, it was something that was amazing. We are, our church has a chess club. There's a nice lady who's been running it for about 15 years. And it's just, she started it on, on, a, on a whim in, in one church and it grew into a 
neighborhood thing. She actually had a chance to tutor and, and mentor uh, the youngest chess champion, youngest uh, chess champion, state chess champion in the state, who I think just turned 19. He was still a teenager when he got that crown. He may have just turned 18 or 19. Um, and he's he comes to, to chess and teaches more kids and does more stuff. Chess is a game that you can play for a lifetime. It takes not very long to learn it because it's basically how the pieces move. And then it takes your life to perfect it, to get better, and to love it. The love chess is a great thing. You see images of people in the park playing chess, images of old people and young people together playing chess. And it's a great game to play. Get a great chess set so you can play this great game by going to the chess store. Use our affiliate link at thisistheconversationproject.com slash the chess store. This is a conversationproject.com slash the chess door. As I said, we get paid off this affiliate link, so you have to go to the link and buy through our link, but you're going to find a great chess set for your home, for your travel, for gifts. Find them at the chess door. Promotion time on the conversation project. Our project, our website, our stuff is online at this is a conversationproject.com. Visit us for stuff like things you might have heard, like finding the, the links to things we have on TikTok and YouTube and things like that, like the newsletter, like the audio podcast. Uh, if Like if you don't want to watch this live at 5.50 in the morning, the links to see all the links and, of course, the video, plus the weekend podcast as well. If you like what we're doing in producing these things, we ask a couple things in order of easy to do and price, if you will. Email us at the conversation project. I'm sorry, the conversation inbox at gmail.com and let us know how we're doing. Follow us on the feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation and engage in the stories. Give us the stories to talk about. Share those feeds and our videos and our audio podcast and our newsletter with other folks to get more people engaged. Visit our sponsors page and buy from our sponsors their affiliate links so we get paid from them. And the big one. Go to our partnerships page. Click on the partnerships page and find a way that we can connect direct connectly, direct connectly, connect directly to um, making things continue here. We think we're doing a pretty good job. You tell us more or less we're doing a pretty good job. So that's great. But there's greater things we'd like to do and more people involved that need to be in that. And that means um, more time, more pay, more resources to get more people to do things. Check out that if that's something that you're into, you think you want to help us out there. In the meantime, like I said, email us with your comments and follow the feeds to tell us what to talk about and keep on watching and really keep on watching because the second show starts right now. The second show is the fun stuff that we have every single weekday morning. We begin the fun stuff with August 8th birthdays for August the 8th, obviously. The Edge is 62 years old on the day. Now, he has a real name. No one calls him that, so we didn't even bother to pick it up and bring it to you. Bono is Bono. The Edge is the Edge. And deal with it. He's 62 years old today. One of the greatest bands in the world, in history, you could say, um, U2. Uh, you can fight over you know, how big and bold their music is, but it's pretty big, pretty bold, and they have had an impact across the world over uh, 40, maybe 50 year um, uh, of things, because these guys were playing fairly young. Uh, the Edge is 62 years old today. Birthday twins from debating and, and battling um, uh male pop groups jc chazes who should be the main guy from nsync i think um that that timberlake hate lake guy sort of robbed him of that status although some people say chris kirkpatrick is the best and they are insane 47 years old today also the main man from 98 degrees drew lachey 47 years old 
on this day. Birthday twins from competing boy bands, but I'm sure they get along now in the older stages of their life. Let's talk about our history lessons for today. For the 8th of August, 2023, we start by going back to 1974, going back almost literally um, 50 years ago. In the fallout from the Watergate scandal, President Nixon announced his resignation effective the next day. So tomorrow, he will resign. So we won't talk about it tomorrow. We're doing it today. Nixon's resignation essentially 50 years uh, or 49 years ago uh, a big political thing back in the day. I don't remember because I was literally not quite born yet. So I don't have that as part of memory. However, people who study history and are looking at history now are pulling a lot of Nixon stuff out compared to the current guy or the current past guy, if you will. And the parallels are stunningly weird. Let's go to 1988. Not quite as far. Well, yeah, that was, you know, 40 years as well. The lights were turned on on Wrigley Field for the first time, making it the last major league stadium to have only day games. Wrigley Field could only play. That's why all the Chicago WGN um, games were so popular because they played in the daytime. So you watch them play all the time. They got lights at Wrigley Field in 1988. And in 1999, Tish, the world's oldest captain's goldfish, died in Yorkshire, England at the age of 43. Didn't know that goldfish could live to be 40 years old. Guess what? It happened. And this one, rest her soul, or his soul, I don't know what gender it is. It's a fish. 43 years old, uh, 97. Today is Zucchini Day. August the 8th celebration. Zucchini Day is one of the days. With that said, we're going to celebrate sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. Because it's also... Sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. We figured that was much more fun to just say, go have some zucchini. We're going to make it a challenge. We're going to put some work into it. Find a way to sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch. I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I have a very late night tonight, so I'm going to have no idea how this is going to happen for, for our household. I may enlist JJ and see if she can sneak some zucchini on her neighbor's porch because, you know, she's cute and she's 11. And they'll probably won't say, why are you putting zucchini on our porch? Because I'm cute and I'm 11. That's why we're doing this. It is sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. If you want to sort of kind of back away, just eat some zucchini. It's good for you. But hey, take the challenge. You will not be disappointed. Or maybe you will. I don't know. And finally, one more thing you might have heard. We didn't change it again. Okay, so one more time with feeling this time because we keep forgetting to change out the um, final one more thing you might have heard. Women who are transitioning through divorce were asked the question, how was your ex still in the picture? Apparently they get asked it a lot because we bring it up a lot. 44% said, I tolerate my ex for the kids and try to act civil. 21% said, he's not. I want him cropped out. 13% said, I love my ex, just not the way I used to. And 8% noted, we still share some of the same friends. And of course, as we've said three days in a row, because we did it Friday and did it Monday and did it today, 6% said they would recommend their ex to someone else for a date. They would hook their ex up. They would play wingman to their ex because they're just that good of a guy. Or they just want them out of the way so they can hook up with who they want to hook up, I guess. I guess. 
Today, Tuesday, August 8, 2023, I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I want to thank you for being with us for the whole thing today. Despite the fact that we gave the same um, at random fact three days in a row, we do our best to try to stay on top of what we're doing to provide you great news and information every single weekday and you know throughout the weekend and in the clips that we do as well. You can help us out with that by you know going to our Facebook page and going to our Twitter page and literally telling us what to talk about. That's the main thing we need from you, along with some some feedback by via email at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. But what we really, really could use is some help. If you think we're doing good work, despite the fact we're redoing the, the same fact, that's because I don't have a producer to check my work while I'm going it. We can pay for more people to do producing, more people to work on stuff. If you want to partner up with us, do us some good stuff. So do us some good stuff. Not grammarly, grammarly correct, but do us some good stuff. Do us all good stuff. And check out our partnerships page and see if there's a way that we can partner up to extend our working. Uh, otherwise, I think we did well today. Make sure you're staying limber, staying hydrated, and stay on task for all the grand things that you are here to do. Don't mind the very dirty coffee mug. It is what it is. As we know, coffee mugs are disgusting and mine is as well. I am Jay Cliffin Payne. Thanking you so much for being with us, whether on the live feed at 5.50 a.m. Central or on the replays via video and audio. Thank you. We cannot do this without you. And we're going to do it again tomorrow, you know, whether it hurts us, whether it kills us, maybe. Well, not quite kill us. Uh, but if the, literally the creek doesn't rise because the storm is a brewing. We'll do our best to be here tomorrow. <laughs>